Welcome to Uplift, Inspiring Stories to Uplift the World. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, your host, and today, coming from Canada, we have Jen Lynn Farkas. Jen is a intuitive mindfulness mentor for women and mothers based in Canada. As a passionate advocate for women empowerment, Jen offers transformative mentoring for women and mothers so that they can find the peace and balance they crave, enabling them to live their most authentic life, authentic and fulfilling lives. Whether it's navigating motherhood or life in general, Jen is committed to supporting her clients every step of the way. After years of studying homeopathic medicine and running a business focused on optimal well-being through natural remedies and holistic nutrition, Jen turned her attention to yoga, receiving certifications as a yoga teacher, ritual guide, and yoga nitra instructor. She also completed training as an essential oil specialist, enabling her to empower others to harness the potent emotional and physical support properties of essential oils for themselves and their family. With her Awakener certification and mindfulness coaching certification, Jen is equipped to guide her clients in living a life that is authentic to them. She is part of an intuitive mastermind, developing her skills and abilities to provide intuitive guidance to her clients. When she's not working with clients, Jen loves spending time with her family out in nature. She's also an avid singer, writer, and explorer, and enjoys traveling, reading, and connecting with others in her community. And as a little insider trick, just letting you know, she has such a smooth, warm, and delicious voice that is embracing you in a way that rare people can do. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen, for joining us today. I would like to ask you a question when I was reading your bio. You mentioned a lot about motherhood. What is your motherhood journey? Oh, such a great question um, because it has been so expansive for me uh, becoming a mother and it really has informed a lot of what I do now in service to others. So I would say my motherhood journey began in a lot of uncertainty and so I had met a partner who, you know, I, I fell for right away. He's an incredible man. Um, but on our very first date, he informed me that he didn't want to be a father and that he never wanted to have children. And so at the time I just sort of, you know, listened and I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, um, what, my thoughts around motherhood were. So we just continued on dating, developing our relationship. And as it deepened, <laughs> I started to feel this really intense calling to become a mother. And this brought up a lot because we had talked about from the very beginning how it wasn't in his plan. And for myself, I had never felt a feeling like this before. Like I'd never felt 
so pulled towards something with all of my being. Like I was used to thinking about doing something and yeah, I'm going to go for it. But this was like a full body. I want to be a mother. And so I became very nervous that this was going to end our relationship. Um, I knew that I wanted to be with him, but I knew that I wanted to be a mother. So here were these two <laughs> conflicting desires. And so I got up the courage to share exactly how I was feeling. And I was able to step into that courage because it was just such this innate feeling like I had to be a mom. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I'll see what he says. And it was like, no, this is this is the next the next thing for me. Got up the courage. We had a conversation and he was very, um, very empathetic, listened to exactly, um, you know, everything I had to say. And he responded in a way that was very unexpected. He kind of took it all in and said, hmm, okay, I'm, I'm really going to think about this. And I was floored because I assumed that it would be, a, you know, this is not what I want to do. And it would be a whole um, really tough conversation. But there was also something inside of him that, you know, had started to change his mind along the course of our relationship. So he took a few days and I remember walking, we were on just a little stroll through the forest and he just said to me out of nowhere, I want to be a father. And this was like, wow, this was so exciting to me because I knew he would be an incredible father. So that was stage one of this journey because, because of the fact that he knew he didn't want to be a father. He had had a vasectomy about 20 years prior. So making the decision to start a family for us was just the beginning of um, many obstacles that would arise. So um, it was an exciting start, but we knew we would have to face a few things <laughs> together to, to build this family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's absolutely stunning as an experience. Thank you for sharing that. That means that it's not because at first sight someone says no kids whatsoever without a actual history of physical or mental illness that would really say no, I am not going to put to the world someone as crazy as my whoever in the family tree was completely out of shape, out of work, out of health. Um, it's really something that was deeply ingrained in him in the sense of, okay, it is a choice, but it was not a choice rooted in health, clearly. Otherwise, he wouldn't shift his mind mm -hmm. when listening to you and really understanding where you come from and joining you on that path mm -hmm. of parenthood. And that is love from him. That is loving you and joining you where you are at that moment in time. Yes. That's beautiful. Thank you. And it was really eye-opening for me because 
I had accepted that the result of me sharing this was going to be the end of our relationship. So it was a really big lesson for me in the importance of, you know, communicating your true desires and the importance of not having that judgment going into something so big. Um, and so it really opened my eyes to sort of um, realizing that, you know, you can't always know, um, you know, what someone else is thinking or feeling. And so it, it opened up a lot in our relationship, I think, that that point. So that was mm. a really, a really uh, beautiful moment. Mm -hmm. So how did your parenthood journey continue from there? Yes. I, I would say start. Yes. So the, first, the, the, the first agreement, let's have a family together. Let's have children together. Yes. We love each other. So you said 20 years of relationship later? This so when no, that happened? actually, he, we had just been together for a little bit over a year. Okay. He had, he had had a vasectomy 20 years prior. This is so what you said. Okay, knew right away that if we were going to do this, it was going to have to be um, a process that we'd start with our doctor. And we didn't really know how it was going to unfold. Um, so it actually was really lovely. We didn't have to wait a long time to see a fertility specialist. Mm -hmm. um, but we were presented with two options. And the one was we could try a reversal of the vasectomy, mm -hmm. but the chances of it working were very, very slim because of the length of time. Um, and the other option was just to proceed with the IVF. And we were both in the state of mind that this was something that we wanted to do now. We, we weren't really interested in trying something that wasn't guaranteed, um, the reversal, and then having to go through it all again. So we said, you know what, we're just going to go with what we um, feel will be, has the best chance for success. So yes, and I was terrified. I was really, really um, scared of the actual process. Like I had a lot of fear around um, having to, you know, do the injections um, every, you know, fairly regularly. I was worried about, um, you know, taking the time off work because I um, had to have, you know, you've got your appointments that are scheduled for a reason. And so it was a very um, fearful time for me. But I, at the same time, I knew that this desire that I had would be carrying me through and I would be able to feel that fear, but was moving towards something that I've you know, um, I've wanted more than anything in my life. So it was a really um, interesting experience to me because these fears that would come up, I was just moving through them in a different way than, you know, perhaps I had in the past. So we started the process and um, it took a village because 
Um, I really, I relied on my mom for a lot of support. I relied on my parents to support me when my partner was working, um, my friends, like it was a whole um, community effort and mm -hmm. that I'm so grateful for um, because, you know, anyone who's going through the journey, I see you, it is, it affects, you know, many aspects of your life. And so, um, Stepping into that uncertainty is a huge step and a very brave step. And so we continued with the, the process, just having holding that hope in our heart that, you know, at the end we would have a family. And we ended up with uh, five embryos mm -hmm. at the end of the process. And we thought, oh, great, you know, hopefully we'll be able to freeze an embryo and perhaps if we want to have a bigger family um we'd have that option so we waited the few days and i got a phone call saying that um you know two of the embryos unfortunately they didn't make it so you have these three left normally we'd wait i can't remember now but x amount of days before doing the implant but because two of them didn't make it we're wondering if perhaps you'd like to do the implant now because there are these three. And so we scheduled it because I was like, yes, that's the best chance for success. Hmm. So by the time I went there, there was the one embryo. So we just had the one embryo. And so by the, between that phone call and you coming there, two more did not make it. Mm -hmm. so you have one remaining that actually is holding. Yes one little one remaining and so we went ahead and we you know we it was it was such a a magical experience because you just you're just so um astonished by the power of the human body like it was just such an incredible experience when we did that the implant because there's just an overwhelming sense of gratitude for what, you know, what we're able to do now. And so that waiting for the phone call after, you know, the, the blood test, once you wait and then you go for blood and then that waiting for that phone call was like <laughs> this roller coaster of anticipation. And I remember getting the phone call. I was with my mom. So my partner was at work and I knew this would be the day I would get the phone call and I wanted to share it with someone. So I was laying on the couch sort of napping and the phone rang and my mom runs into the room and I, <laughs> I said hello. And the first thing she said was it was successful. And I started, you know, just letting all the emotions run. Um, it was a really, really exciting moment for us. And I couldn't believe that, you know, we had this one embryo and um, we were able to find success the first, the first time. And it was from there another you know long few months of um you know i had some some things come up in pregnancy 
but I wouldn't have changed it for the world. It was just this, um, this moment of realizing that this whole new chapter is opening, um, this whole new um, era of expansion is going to be happening, and the journey of pregnancy was tough, but it was also like I look back on it now as such a pivotal moment in my life. So it was a it was a roller coaster to get there, but um, it all worked out so beautifully in the end, and I could not be more thankful mm -hmm. for. Um, everything that we experienced so beautiful and who did you receive as the personality of your child because that is a complete question mark you don't know until that stuff to reveal over the first years or so right yes so yes what kind of personality does your child have <laughs> such a great question um it's this age, so he's three and a half now. He will tell you three and three quarters, but um, <laughs> he is really in that stage of owning who he is. Um, so it's a perfect time for that question. He's very much a combination of our, uh, both of our demeanors. Um, he's a very calm, easygoing, um, curious, he knows what he wants, and that's something that I really want to nurture in him um, as he grows. Uh, because looking back, I know that's something that I lost somewhere along the way. Um, but he has that very strongly, um, and so that's definitely a quality I hope he he holds on to. And he is so loving. Um, up until about three. He was um, a very kind human, but now he's really learning how to express his love and express his, um, you know, his appreciation for things. And so um, it's a really fun age. I just really love watching him blossom into <laughs> his personality. That's gorgeous. That's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. I really, really love your motherhood journey it's amazing so my next my next series of questions revolves more around your many layers of your business because everything turns around holistic natural mm -hmm. remedies and approach how would you define your business and how would you define your ideal client yeah, so currently my business revolves around um, women and mothers who are looking for more peace, balance, and authenticity in their motherhood journey and also in life. Because when you become a mom, as you know, there's sort of a new level of busy that happens. And I found in my first few months of motherhood that I was I was just swimming. I I couldn't figure out how I wanted to show up as a mom and how I wanted to embrace my authenticity while being in this this you're in a new way of being, right? So um what I love to support women in 
is tuning back into their inner wisdom. And we can do that through um, the mindfulness coaching, through yoga nidra, um, and also offering them tools that they're able to use for, um, as an example, like essential oils for emotional support, um, tools that they're able to use in their day-to-day -day life, as well as creating rituals around how they want to embody their intentions so that they are always feeling like their self is cared for, their hopes and dreams are cared for, and they're also showing up as a mom the way that they envisioned. So for many moms, it's, I wanna be more present in the moments that I do have with my children. Because you know I work, my kids go to school, we have these activities, but the moments that we have together, I want to know how to be more present so that I'm taking the most advantage I can of the time that we have together. And so that's where the mindfulness practices come in and the really understanding their heartfelt desires. Um, because often we, we don't take the time or space to explore that. And so that's something that I've become really passionate about is creating that intentional space for busy moms who are craving more than the daily routine. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for sharing that. It's so important because it is really diving deep into who you connect most with, which often is a previous version of yourself. It happens to be. It's, it's, it's interesting when you <laughs> think about that because it is what we understand most. And when we understand that most, and we understand that when we are a few steps ahead, we can turn back and say, hey, I can give you a little hand because I just went that path and I can really give you some tips and tricks. And, yes. and that makes it like so exciting. It doesn't mean that you are at the end of your journey at all. It just mm -hmm. means that, you know what, that's just ahead a few steps yes. of your clients. I love, yes, I love how you put that into words and it's, yeah, it's always evolving. Like I, you know, I don't practice homeopathic medicine anymore, but it still has, you know, informed my life. And then I evolved into creating a, you know, a different toolkit um, and it sort of enhanced my, um, my motherhood journey. So it's turning around and saying, okay, everyone who's starting their motherhood journey, this is how, you know, I was able to nurture myself and, and nurture my family. So I would love to share that and be able to serve others. And so, yes, I love how you say it's always evolving and <laughs> growing. And um, I think it's just such a beautiful way to serve others is by sharing your That's experience. Wow. <laughs> nice. That sounds absolutely amazing. Jen, what is your singing journey? Because with such a beautiful voice, is that a gift or is that something that you trained for so long and now anytime you sing, it just comes out so gorgeous? Oh, thank you so much. I, this singing journey is me embracing my authenticity because i have since a small child i've loved to sing and it wasn't until my son was born 
that I reconnected with that. Um, I took his um, showing up in my life as an opportunity to start to embrace my own um, dreams, passions, and desires so that I could mm. encourage him to do the same and inspire him to do the same. So when he was born, I said, I'm going to take the first step and I'm going to start showing up in this, um, in this way, in ways that bring me joy. So my first step was to connect with a musician that I've known and start taking uh, vocal lessons. Okay. So after about a year of taking vocal lessons, I started to um, have this really strong desire to write songs. So my next step was to um, practice writing and um, keep going with the singing. So it's only been about two years, maybe not quite two years that um, I've embraced this journey. Mm. And it's been incredible. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. <laughs> Do you play an instrument when you sing or you sing along? I sing, just sing. Um, I, I had some training in piano when I was younger. Um, but been a really long time since I've practiced the piano. So singing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. And what is beautiful, I'm, I'm singing right now about the saxophone because it's so like an extension of singing to really convey emotions on an other level of communication, which I love so much. This is what I love most with music, by the way. When you are able to connect at a different level than the language. Yes. The, and we can actually stir emotions, the one we want yes. as a performer and really like touch those <laughs> specific, I would say strings because it's like, okay, which string did you touch in me? Wow, okay. Yes. And suddenly you see the audience suddenly tearing up or, or, or you see them smiling or you see them like jaw dropping, like what did you just yes. do? <laughs> and things like that. And that is absolutely a mm. gift that is so, so dear to my heart as well. This is why I can recognize it in you. I love that. It's absolutely amazing. Tree. I love that. I was, yes, I was so excited to hear that you had such a um, deep connection with the music too. And um, I was able to hear a little bit and it's beautiful. Absolutely mm. beautiful. <laughs> I did on, on TikTok, I did recently, I think, I'm not sure on which channel I did that, probably Real Talk with Woman. I just picked up the violin so it's the electric violin, and I played along um, Kaigo. Kaigo is so talented. Oh, It's like so talented. <laughs> He's a young man. I mean, I don't know. We have probably, I don't know, 15 years of distance of age or something like that. He's so talented. He knows and he perceives. And one of his music he has put on TikTok was like, 
Okay, so here is an improv. Na, 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 na. Now play along, I want to see you. I was there. Oh, I can do that. Okay, let me put on the, 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 the camera on a stand. I took my violin and I trained, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 times to, to find a, a, a good tune to it. And I improved with him and I posted that on TikTok. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Good oh, yes, you. Can that's so cool. <laughs> wow. When we are able to actually harmonize together. Mm. I like improv because this is where I'm the best at. Wow. Forever. Since ever, forever. Oh. And this is how I came up with songwriting and, and, and really like turning that. Mm. And understanding that you finally opened up to that gift of music. That you finally started to write songs. Mm. Meaning to connect with that. There is some, so there, there is a science and an art in music. It's both. There is a very specific science that you follow in order for it to really sound good and with all the harmony and the mathematics behind. But there is also an art. How do you convey and how do you mm-hmm. how do you mm-hmm. create the emotion? Yes. Yes. I feel it's such a oh, it's just such a beautiful vehicle to um communicate in ways that we struggle to, to, you know, using our, just speaking. And like you said, it's just that, that feeling, those feelings that music can invoke um, to take us sort of to a different place. And Mm -hmm. yes, I really feel like sharing this is a way, sharing my um, vocals and is a way to reach others that, um, I wouldn't be able to reach otherwise and uplifting in a way that I wouldn't be able to otherwise. So it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful to be um, learning and starting into this arena of something that's been so dear <laughs> for so long and I didn't embrace. So beautiful. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> that's gorgeous. So we have the Maternal Mindfulness Maven. This Mm -hmm. is how you have written your name on Instagram. And your handle, if you want to go super fast, is Jen Lynn Farkas. Jen, G-E-N, Lynn, L-Y-N-N, that version of it. (laughs) Farkas, F-A-R-K-A-S. Okay, and that is your Instagram for now. Yes. Whenever you change it and you tell me, we update the description. So in the description, there is a current one. But at the time of the recording, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You can find me there. <laughs> and uh, my other question, just to make sure, and I'm going to find that out over here. Um, what are your other you have five quick ways over when moms can find peace mm-hmm. that's nice too mm-hmm. that's a good one yeah that's, free... that's on your link tree right yes yes okay um you can find that through my bio on instagram and yeah there's a free resource there um i also offer free self-compassion sessions you can find that 
um, also in the link tree in my bio um, as well. And some of my current offerings supporting women and moms are in there as well. Mm-hmm. And you also offer a 90-minute deep dive breakthrough session. Mm-hmm. That is going to create some big moments. <laughs> yeah. That's the idea of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Wow. Jen, Jen Lim. Now I know your middle name as well. <laughs> I'm so honored to have you, so honored to share and to uplift the world, the world with your story, to bring back hope and, and, and that, that pleasure of life when you mm-hmm. actually manifest your deepest desire with love, in love. This is how I describe you. Thank you, Gemma. I am so, so, so honored to be a guest on this incredible podcast. And I appreciate you so much for what you do on Uplift. It's been just an amazing conversation. And, And that Uplift show was born in the mind of my beloved husband, Sasha. Wow. You know that? We have that other show, Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse, when we really talk about hardship in relationship, when it does not work, and how to transform that in order for it to work, which is a different kind of story than yours, which is really like stirring up the desire to the point of manifesting it, but not in abuse at all. So this is why we are not talking about that. But when we got so much success with Real Talk, Real Women, my husband suddenly started to think and told me, you also meet other people who may or may not be women, who may or may not have prevailed over abuse, but do have uplifting stories. Mm. How about you create a second show? Uplift, inspiring stories to uplift the world. Mm. So here is how we describe it. Uplift, inspiring stories to uplift the world is a show, meaning a podcast and videocast because we are so distributed on social media that transcends cultures and borders to bring you the most heartwarming, uplifting, mm. <laughs> inspiring stories from around the globe. In a world where negativity can sometimes feel all-encompassing, it's crucial to be reminded of the incredible capacity for goodness in humanity. Each week, we are going to share a new story of resilience, of courage, of triumph from a guest. These stories will leave you feeling inspired and uplifted as you witness the extraordinary things people are capable of achieving. This is what Uplift is about. This is why it's such a gorgeous match with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for putting this out into the world. It's such a gift for, for all. It's amazing. Thank you very much for joining us today, Chen. Thank you. And um, maybe one of these next months, we'll come back. That's a possibility. I open it up for. for <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.